You're listening to Maven Lee's Women, Work, and Worth podcast, where we have honest conversations about work and life so you can take your career to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Women, Work, and Worth podcast. My name is Kate Germion, and I'm your host here with your other host. Your other host. Hello, everyone. It's Talia Delju. Welcome to the podcast. And we are a little bit shocked right now because we've never chatted about this topic on the podcast, which is a little surprising, I would say. Because it's important. It's super important. We hear about it frequently. We think about it frequently. How do you stay motivated when you're building a business? This is a huge question. It's something that we hear entrepreneurs struggling with all the time. How do we keep the ball rolling? How do we keep the momentum going? So what we're going to do today is talk about some of the reasons why it's hard to stay motivated, some of the reasons why you may not be feeling motivated once you've started your business, and then how to do that. How do we stay motivated? How do we keep moving forward. This is something ideally we want to do, start a business. That's why we've gone down this path. So how do we keep making progress? So lots to dig into, ultimately to get to some solutions so that you're no longer feeling stuck, can make the best use of your time and feel good doing it. And I think there's a lot of different reasons why you may not feel motivated. So we wanted to make sure we talked about all of those potential reasons and then gave you unique solutions based on what you're feeling because everyone starting a business is in a different place there's different reasons why they're feeling the way they're feeling and we want to hopefully address a couple of different reasons why you might be feeling the lack of motivation and the lack of momentum the first thing we hear a lot is that it's hard to find the time so these are especially relevant to people who are working full-time and building a business on the side, building out a side hustle. Where do I find the time? How do I manage all these different priorities and make the best use of the time, the limited amount of time that I do have when I come home from work, in the morning, on the weekends, what have you. Mm -hmm. So time is a big piece. Totally. And a big piece of that time piece (laughs) is I want time to relax when I come home from work. I'm already feeling tired or stressed or whatever I'm feeling at work. That's why I'm starting my own business so that I can have more control over that. So it can feel like you never have motivated time or time where you feel energized, which can be a really hard place to be and a reason why you might not be motivated to work on your business. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that solution. Yeah, We're going to get to all these yeah. solutions, but we're just going to talk about some of the reasons you might be feeling this. Another reason why it's hard to stay motivated sometimes is because of the environment that you're in, whether that's the people that you're surrounding yourself by, the environment you're in, you know, in your workplace, nine to five, but the kind of external circumstantial factors just might not be giving you the energy, might not be supporting you in this endeavor that you're working on. And so there are a lot of environmental factors that, again, we'll talk about in a little bit when it comes to how to control your environment to support your success. But there's there's a lot in that in the space that you're surrounded by and put yourself in that definitely affects your level of motivation and whether or not you're going to put that time in once you, you know, for example, get home from work. 
And like Talia said, it's not just if the lighting's good. It's not just if you have enough physical space. It can be the people you're associating with. It could be the content you're consuming, environmental elements. Uh, We make that a pretty large category. So it's everything from, again, the content you're consuming, the people you're around, the physical space you are in, what kind of um, habits and routines that you have in your environment. So when we say environment, there that kind of encompasses larger things rather than just your physical space. Yeah. The next one, which is a biggie on this list, why it's hard to stay motivated is because for a lot of the things we have to do, especially in that early stage of building a business, we're not necessarily going to see the immediate effect of the work. Um, there's a lack of feedback in real time. There's a lack of, of that like real time result that makes it a little less yeah, motivating. <laughs> it's like the perfect word for it. Like without knowing that this small thing is going to do this big thing, like if that road seems long, if the gap seems wide between what you're doing now and, and the result of it, it makes sense that the motivation's just maybe not going to be there. Absolutely. If you're starting a coffee shop and you are doing things before you have a brick and mortar business or you don't have any coffee in your vicinity, it's hard sometimes to go through the legal setup, the financial setup, all of those things when you can't see what the result of that work is going to be. That also goes for people who, you know, there are a lot of little things um, standing in the way before maybe they're starting a business, but like the ultimate business that they want. So maybe there are little results, but what is that ultimate result? And does it feel really far away from me is one of those Mm -hmm. things that I think people struggle with as well. Yeah, for sure. Next on the list is, um, it's this idea of the mountain. So we talk a lot about the mountain in, in various conversations we've had on the podcast, but essentially for a lot of us, it's, it's, super not motivating in the day-to-day when all we can think about is the end result, right? We see other people running these businesses at, at you know, their own level of success and we we are super overwhelmed by all the things it's going to take to get there and we forget about the little steps that we need to take along the way. And so it's the sense of like overwhelm that comes with all the things that need to be done um, in a way that, again, just kind of keeps us in in a state of like almost paralysis because there's so much that's mentally um, compiling in our heads and, and taking up space that's stopping us from taking action from a, from a mental place of clarity and, and just focus. Paralysis is the perfect word for it because I've seen people, myself included, you're making progress on a goal. Let's say it's writing a blog post and then you stop for a second to take a break. You go to Instagram, you see that someone's written a book and all of a sudden you can't find (laughs) any motivation to write a blog post because it feels so minute in comparison to a book. So you kind of stop all um, progress that you're making on whatever you're doing. So it's not Mm -hmm. just the overwhelm of the mountain and all the things you need to do, but it's also the comparison, right? It's this feeling that someone else has already accomplished this, someone else has already done this, and we say to ourselves, even though we know it's not true, they've done this overnight, or this all just exists for them magically, which is so far from the case usually, but we can't help compare our current situation to their situation, which might be our future one. 
but they've maybe had more time to work on it or they've been working on it longer. And so we just compare to their end result, even when we're just starting out. So that comparison Mm -hmm. can really aid in that paralysis and keeping that motivation at a low level. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's the example of like the mountain is starting the blog, whereas the steps to get there are the little things that are actually doable and achievable in the hour that you do have. Mm-hmm. Um, so breaking it, breaking down that end goal is going to be super critical in helping the mountain feel less mountainous. <laughs> <laughs> and part of that too is maybe even figuring out you maybe don't even know what your mountain is. Yeah. So you're you're starting this business. You have you think you have a good idea. You then go to Instagram. You get inspired to do all these other things. And all of a sudden, you're confused. You weren't confused 20 minutes ago. You had your to-do list. You knew what was going on. But now, because you've taken time to look around and see what everyone else is doing and mind everybody else's business, you've decided it's very confusing what you should start doing because you are no longer focused on your business. You're focused on everyone else's. And that leads to confusion. We've kind of lost track of the why Mm -hmm. focus goes away yeah focus goes away because we're trying to do 20 things rather than one thing and instead of doing one thing well we're doing 20 things 10 percent or not at all yeah 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 and then the last one before we get onto our list of solutions because we like solutions we want to figure out the problems um The last reason why a lot of us find a hard time feeling motivated is because we forget the positive impact that other people have in our lives and in our experiences. So we are, as humans, social beings, relational beings, we need to tie other people into our goals. It not only makes us feel better and less alone, but it gives us a, a you know like a toolbox of resources to tap into. You never know how people can help. And so tying other people in not only will do that for you, but will also bring in a sense of accountability. I think that's another piece here that like so many of us fail to take action because there's nothing or no one holding us accountable to doing. And so we stay in just a a mental space of thinking about things, not actually doing things. So to bring other people into it can, again, help with the accountability, but then just a feeling of like belonging and being connected, that in itself goes such a long way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And knowing that other people are going to benefit from this, it really is just that focus on who are the other people in my circle, whether they're supporters and they're just part of my community because they love and care about me or because they need this thing I'm creating. Like we, we forget almost about what the long-term result is. So it's not even focusing too hard on the end result. It's forgetting what it is in the first place. It, it's getting so myopic in what our to-do list is that we don't even remember why we're doing it and so we don't have the accountability we don't have the community we feel alone and isolated and in that position it's so easy to forget why we even Mm -hmm. started i'm gonna add one yeah to this list before we jump to solutions another reason why it's hard to stay motivated especially in the context of um working on a business outside of your full-time job is because all we can think about is what we're going to lose if and when we leave our jobs and so if you're catching yourself in, in a mental space of like, here are all the things I'm going to lose, and obviously that's going to make it harder to invest the time and energy and money or whatever it is into building the business, it's 
also taking time to think about what you have to gain by putting the time and energy and whatever other resources into the business, into the way you're spending time there. So the gains and losses conversation, again, is one we have a lot. But if you're finding yourself stuck, it's because you're probably feeling chained to the assumptions around what you're going to lose um, if and when your business comes to life, if and when you do achieve your goals. So something to think about there as well. Absolutely. And how many times have we thought about, you know, we're thinking about starting a business because, you know, maybe our work situation isn't that great or it's not as good as it could be. So we start making progress on this business and then we get a promotion. And then, oh my God, this happens <laughs> I mean, every day. So, this every happens day. all the time and it keeps people, it makes you second guess. Oh, well, they, you know, I'm getting paid more now and yeah. I'm about to get a bonus. So I'm maybe just going to stick around a little bit longer. It's what I like to call um, the good enemy. So the enemy of great is good Mm. so if i have a situation that's good that's nice this is good (laughs) the good enemy you know we're thinking about this great i want to start a business here's what i want to do here's a life i could leave it i want to travel i want to be able to work at home with my family i want to make more money than anyone's paid at this company so i have to leave the company and then we get twenty thousand dollars and we're like those things we start trying to be quote-unquote practical but really we're just scared it's just distraction is all it is i mean and 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 it keeps us comfortable and safe and absolutely and and you'll be pragmatic about it even you'll say oh well this makes the most sense and eventually i'll do this and if i just stay for another year i can make this much more money so why why would i even consider that it's silly and so this kind of good enemy thinking allows you to not go for the great things it allows you to kind of make permission for the lack of motivation and then six months down the road when that money doesn't seem as shiny anymore you're mad at yourself because you weren't motivated to Mm -hmm. continue going on and so really thinking about what are those things that are getting in the way and is it something that's just good Mm -hmm. because there are good things that are going to come up like Talia said gains and losses is it good enough to change this plan I had built out for myself. Yeah, does it outweigh? Yeah, totally. Dang, girl. Sometimes I have good ideas. That was real nice. I, I try. Good job. Yeah. Solutions. Solution station. Solution <laughs> station. Oh, boy. It's a lot the of coffee. coffee. Yep. A lot of coffee today. <laughs> Talia rarely, I mean, you don't drink coffee that much I either, don't so. really, but today was one of those days mm-hmm. because I didn't sleep super well. Yeah. So here we are. Also, so we'll add to the list lack of coffee. Yeah, another reason why you're not motivated. (gasps) You need caffeine. Yep. Okay. So solutions to help you get motivated, to make the best use of your time, to be efficient, and to just optimize the resources you do have. Numero uno. When you set goals, 99% of the time, they do not have any emotion tied to them. So this is a conversation around what we call positive affect. So example, a goal for you might be to finish your website. If that was written down on your to-do list, that might feel good, that might not feel good, but the goal in and of itself is just kind of like a neutral thing you have to do, right? Not good or bad, it just, it's what you gotta do. To bring in that motivational, I guess, component to this is to tie in an emotion to that, right? So think about how you're going to feel when that site is finished. Think about what you're going to feel when you're sitting with your best friend, with your partner, with your parents, showing them the end 
result, showing them your website, the excitement, the that sense of pride, that sense of achievement, feel that emotion in your body and let that drive you. Let that feeling fuel you. Let the energy of that kind of resonate in your bones, in your body to tie you to take action. Without that positive affect, without that emotion tied to it, it's just a thing on a piece of paper. Bring it to life. Think about what it's going to feel like once it's done. So much of the pull is going to come from that vision, from that sense of, again, accomplishment and achievement that you let yourself momentarily feel because what you're doing is you're putting yourself into your future self and seeing it as done. So you've, you're telling yourself that it's possible, it's doable, it's achievable. In some place in my head, I've done it already and it feels this way and here's who I'm going to show it to. You're tying in other people and I'm getting excited just thinking about this. I'm like, <laughs> this, this is great. really good. Yeah, like, I should do more of this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so tie, tie the emotion to the goal. Think about how it's going to feel once it's done, who you're going to share it with. Um, and so much of that will, I promise you, make it feel so much more motivating. And that really, I mean, when we think about, you know, this is really solving the problem of a lack of result or immediate effect. Why can't you already act as if you're there? Why can't you already behave as if these things have been accomplished? That's the conversation you and I have when we're talking about goals. Whatever that goal is, start a podcast, start a business, write a blog. What are the things I'm going to be able to do? That can be so motivating that you can't keep me from the computer. You can't keep me from the phone. You can't keep me from the things I need to do when I am thinking about putting myself mentally Mm -hmm. in that place. And so allowing yourself to not just think about your current state, like Talia said, but allowing yourself to think about what is going to be the result of this and how can I bring that future situation to my current Mm -hmm. situation? Yeah, so the gap also between where you are now, where you want to be, starts to feel a little smaller. Mm-hmm. Well, can we link the um, Benjamin Hardy's uh, blog post mm-hmm. on that? Yeah, it's all about living as your future self today. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Great. So another problem that we talked about, aside from lack of result and having that immediate effect, is finding the time. <laughs> you know, that that's always the thing. How do we find the time? You might say, Kate, I can't just think about wanting more time. I can't just pretend that we have more time available. And so what we recommend you do is not, one, analyzing your time. You're probably not spending your time the way you think you're spending your time. So many people say, I have a full-time job, so I don't have any time. Where are your weekends going? Where are your mornings going? Where are your evenings going? You're allowing yourself to make excuses. This probably sounds harsh, but it's true. When people look at Mavenly, I think they assume maybe we worked nine to five hours to build that thing. I would wake up before work. I worked all day to earn a paycheck to pay my bills. I would work after work. And then weekends, I didn't travel as much. I didn't go on as many bachelorettes. I didn't go to birthdays as often. I didn't get to do the things my other friends who weren't starting businesses did because there was a higher priority. Mm -hmm. So yes, it is hard to find the time if you are living a quote unquote typical life of the people around you, it's hard to find the time. But if you're starting a business, you have to have a new standard for yourself. You have to have a new standard for your time and you have to get creative with your time. Mm -hmm. You might say, okay, Kate, I'm maxing out that time. I have other things I have to do. I have a family, I have a mortgage, I have to do these things. 
Then we need to think about the money you're earning in that full-time job. How can we use that resource? If time is not a resource you have, money might be a resource that you have. How do we outsource? How do we optimize by allowing other people who have done this thing to do it well? So often when I talk to entrepreneurs, I also subscribe to the Lean Startup model. I think if you haven't read the Lean Startup, you should read it. It's a very important read. We talk about spending money effectively. But you also need to think about opportunity cost. If you're learning how to build a website from scratch, if you're learning how to build an online course from scratch, if you're learning how to do these things yourself, maybe it's the best use of your time and maybe it's not. If you're working at a job that you cannot scale back on and it's taking all of your time, Hopefully you're making enough money to then outsource things that would actually take you more time to figure out than it's worth. So finding someone who can help with that. If there's someone who's already an expert in building websites and you can pay them to build your website and then you're on to the next task or goal for your business, that might be a better way to spend your time is earning money to pay that person who's a specialist. Mm -hmm. So if you can't find the time, one, be honest with yourself about where you're spending your time because- If you're anything like me, you think you're spending all your time on your business, but most of it's going to Instagram and you need to rethink your whole life. (laughs) (laughs) That could be one thing. Second is you can't find the time because it's something you don't want to do. And if it's something you don't want to do, can you pay someone who wants to do it and earn money doing something you like doing to pay that person who can do something you don't like to do? Virtual assistants are a godsend. Upwork.com is a godsend. Find people who have the skill set you're learning and pay them for their skill set because that can give you time back and time is such a valuable resource. That also reminds me, for all of you overachievers out there, (laughs) a safe assumption I'm making is that a lot of you do way more than you need to in your job. Yes. I should repeat it. Say it again for the people in the back. (laughs) A lot of you are doing way more than you need to and way more than you're getting paid to do in your job. So scale it back. Planning office parties? Pass. <laughs> getting <laughs> no everyone crowded on email? Pass. What like? What how is your can job you... description? Yeah. And give 100 to your job. We're not saying don't give 100 to your job, but don't give 150 to your job if it's not being valued and compensated for. And then say, I don't have money to focus on the things I want to focus on. If you have that original job description, go back to it. You will probably laugh. That's a that's a whole nother conversation how much about more being you're valued. Doing. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we'll talk negotiating for yeah. the extra work you're doing. But hopefully that extra time now goes into your biz. Yes. So thinking about that time effectively. Yes. Um, Okay. The other thing to add to your last point, when you do evaluate where your time is going and you do think about all the things you have to get done, put them down on paper and put a timestamp to the things you have to do. Because so much of the time you think that the things you have to do are going to take 10 times longer than they are actually going to take. So break down that big goal, that big mountain into the little things it's going to take for you to get there and put a marker on it. Five minutes here, an hour and a half here, you know, 15 minutes here. And it's easy to find a pocket of 15 minutes to check this one thing off more so than it is a whole evening of seven hours where you have nothing that's going to come up, right? So be realistic with yourself. Find the things that are going to take X amount of time, put those into the pockets you do have and check check them off the list accordingly. But I guarantee you, once you get everything you need to do down on paper, it's a lot less time than you're assuming it's going to take. 
And if you're like me and Talia knows this and sadly has to put up with it probably every day from me, (laughs) but you're someone who assumes that a task is going to take eight hours and it takes 20 minutes. (laughs) If you're that person, much like me, tell yourself, I'm going to take this little bit of time and make a little progress on it. And then it's done. And and Talia knows I'm literally sitting in her home office right now. I have blocked out five days for something that we have accomplished. And I've been here in less than a day. Yep. That's it's just I I overestimate how long it takes. That's probably a reason why you're unmotivated is thinking that you have to have so much more time than you actually need. Sit down and don't think about the time. Just start doing the thing, and I guarantee you it'll be even faster than the time that you wrote down that it took Yep, or is going to take. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And then the last one. The last one. The last one um, is about limiting the amount of decisions you have to make daily. And shaping your environment to make sure that you don't have those decisions to make. Because the more decisions you have to make – the more mental energy gets exhausted and the more tired you feel, the less energy you have, and it's just kind of a downward spiral. And you have less time because you spend all of it thinking about the things that you have to do Yep. that you don't have enough time for. So whether that's deciding what you're going to wear for work the night before, right? Like it can be the smallest decisions, mm-hmm. but those things take mental energy. So how can you save as much of that energy up for the things that actually matter and yeah, and make them ma- make the best use of your time based off of that. So how can you basically like predetermine these things so that you're not faced with options? The more options we're faced with, the more paralyzed we feel to make decisions, the more we sit in this limbo land of should I, should I not, could I, could like get rid of all that space and start committing to things. Don't give yourself a plan B. Don't give yourself options. Decide what it's going to look like and make it so that you can't not do it. And when you are feeling motivated, most people start businesses when they're feeling very motivated. Who are people around you that are also on that next level, that are also on that vibe, that frequency? And how can they be part of your environment to keep that motivation going? I have my most high vibe next level moments when I'm at masterminds or with groups of people who have similar goals to me. So not only do I craft my schedule, like Talia said, to make sure I'm doing one of those things at least twice a month so they're non-negotiable, I make sure that I'm constantly reminding myself that there are other people out there doing this who have the same situations I do. And I can choose to go to the movies, to go out to dinner, or I can choose to invest my time at a place where other people are going to support those goals support those things I'm doing so when we talked about environment yes it's incredibly hard to say no to a bachelorette weekend when all your friends are going and you want to work on your business it's much easier to do it when you become friends with other people who are starting businesses and saying hey this weekend we're all going to go together sit at a coffee shop sit in an office and, and make progress and learn from each other and build these things together. It changes that mentality. That that good enemy starts to go away when you're talking to other people who are pursuing great. It reminds you. It's kind of the opposite of comparison. It's finding those people that motivate you. And you know for yourself. You like Some people are like, oh, I don't know. Like, Should I be following this person or not? You know the gut feeling you have when someone's Instagram photo pops up, when someone's email 
newsletter comes into your inbox, there are people that you feel like are motivating and going to help you. And there are people that make you feel exhausted and full of comparison and make you just dread doing the work you're going to do. Get your inbox and your text messages and your phone calls filled with the people that are on your level that are pushing towards the next one. Mm-hmm. And with that, we can help you find some of those people. Some <laughs> of those people are in our Level Up Club. If you are not familiar, this is a virtual club where we do monthly masterminds, but you also are connected to all the other women in the club year-round. And so it's a yearly or monthly membership. You can go if you're a freelancer, side hustler, aspirational entrepreneur, or an entrepreneur just wanting to take things to the next level. Jump in that club, get those resources, and find other women that want to support you and have you support them in their journey. Us doing this together and the accountability really makes it work. That's it, guys. I'm feeling motivated right now. Yeah, that felt nice. I want to go run a mile. Good job. Yeah. Yay. I love how a mile was like my big, like that's like my <laughs> big gonna go goal. I'm going to go run a That's my stretch mile. goal. Yeah. Hey, you got to start somewhere. I'm right? a cycler. I like start to sit when I work are. out, so running would be a lot. But yeah, start where you are. <laughs> If you want more from us, you can find us on Instagram at Mavenly Co. You can also find us on our website at www.mavenly.co. And if you have questions because you're not feeling motivated or you just want to get the ball rolling on your business, please feel free to reach out to us. We do private coaching. We work with people privately. So feel free to email us at hello at mavenly.co. That's H-E-L-L-O at mavenly.co. Have a great day. Bye.